Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. So today we thought we'd talk about um, firing. And, you know, <laughs> is it better to fire? A happy, happy topic. Yeah, right, it's right. always enjoyable. <laughs> um, and we thought we'd talk about, you know, is it better to fire slowly or is it better to fire quickly? Mm. And of course the situations are dependent on certain elements, but... I, I think, you know, you can over, you can keep a bad employee by giving them multiple opportunities mm-hmm. rather than just cutting your losses. Mm-hmm. And right. I think if, you know, you have to go with your gut. You got to know when something's wrong and you can do better. Mm-hmm. And it's better for the person. Let them find a job that's better for them. Right. Um, so I think firing quickly Mm-hmm. Now, I know that doesn't work for a lot of people, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm a believer in that. I think, um, I mean, I know one client got in her review that she takes too long to fire because they, mm-hmm. they can do some serious damage. Yeah, that's a good Absolutely. point. And then the next person comes in and spends the first year cleaning up right. and then doesn't even get to their job. You have to think about the damage that's done. I was going to say, I think you have to think about what are the issues involved in mm-hmm. the firing. Right. If it's right. just someone who's a poor performer you, and you're in a corporate setting, I'm sure you're going to have to put them on a, P, a PIP, a performance yeah. improvement plan, and you, that'll be a few months. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be just throw them out the door. But, you know, people right. wait years to put somebody on a PIP. I know. Mm. And that's a lot of our clients Oof. we've dealt with. Years? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Or they put them on several pips. We have one client mm. who they kept putting this one person who really terrorized, I think, a lot of people in the office on pips. And for so during that three months, he'd always improve his behavior significantly. Oh. Then he'd go off the pip and start acting out again. Then they right. put him on a pip. <laughs> it was like a circular thing. Remember that, Kathy? Yeah. Vicious cycle. Yeah. That's, and I think to your point, that what uh, one thing to keep in mind is, is this person harming other members of your staff? Yeah. Is right. their behavior harmful to your company or to your staff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you might even do a little investigating and go into their emails and look at what they're actually doing. And mm-hmm. you know, are they really performing their job? Mm-hmm. If your right. gut is saying they're not, you're probably right, but you know, prove it. Right. But I think, you know, people get away with a lot of stuff and they yeah. can, they can fake it. And, um, especially if the bigger the organization, the more they can fake it. Mm -hmm. But I've seen it happen in a lot of organizations. They're friendly with somebody. They're super nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw this at a client of mine where the person had the best EQ of anyone Mm -hmm. and everybody loved him and they were afraid to fight him because he was incompetent at his job because they thought they would piss a lot of people off. Mm -hmm. So they finally put him on a pip. And they documented everything he did wrong. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize I was like doing all these things wrong. And he resigned. <laughs> I mean, he was like, oh, this isn't the right job for me. And he found another job because so, he had very high EQ. Right. So he right. knew the gig was over. Right, right. And, or maybe they just never told him. I don't know. Mm. But I think, you know, you have to... Uh, 
I like the idea of actually, you know, letting people know where they're failing yeah. and yeah. where they have to grow. And in that process, they sometimes will resign. Right. But then right. you as a manager have to be willing That's to right. deliver bad news. That's right. And, right, right. I mean, we, people won't like you. That's right. Or they may leave. And I mean, we just recently discovered someone in a big leadership position who just doesn't want to be left and therefore will never, or I think rarely, would fire someone because mm-hmm. you don't want to deliver bad news. You don't want them not to like you. You don't want them to leave. But then you lose your good people because That's they right. see what's happening. And yeah. morale. I just think the quicker you are at this, you know, like it doesn't have to be immediate, but you want to get where you do it sooner than later. Yeah. I mean, every time we get a client, there's always somebody in the company who's been hanging out for a long time mm-hmm. that, well, everybody likes that person. Or Kathy, that's the top salesperson. Oh, well, that's I was just going to say, the only like firing slowly yes. situation is if they're really good at their job, but right. they're like a terrible person right. yeah. or it's a very like niche thing where they would have to sort of like train someone. Yeah. Other than that. I'd say this. Yeah, just get rid of them. But I also think even in those situations, you've got to work on a backup plan. You sure do. You know, because if somebody is really not a very nice person, they're hurting others. Right. 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 So, um, but I do believe in giving people second chances and, you know, I just don't want it to be a year, you know, Mm. (laughs) you've got to time limit it and give them direct feedback on where they have to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you see steady improvement, well, that's a good thing. Then, then at least they are improving. They don't have to be perfect, but they're coming along. So you don't have to fire them, but I just wish managers could get, um, you know, better at this. Well, I think one of the things that for me can be frustrating, it's funny because I'm supposedly in the business of helping people make changes Mm -hmm. inside (laughs) themselves, is that very often it's like they can't accept that this person may not be capable of the changes Mm. that are required. And you know Mm. what I mean? So you keep thinking that, well, wait, I'll give them one more chance. Then I'll give them one more chance. I'll give them one more chance. And uh, you keep waiting and hoping for something different right when you know history has told you that that's not it's not in the cards right so it can be hard i think to accept that someone is fundamentally different from you for example Mm. and may not be capable of certain corrections especially when it comes to interpersonal behavior Mm -hmm. yeah oh boy i mean i know that it's chock full of stuff for people yeah. I, I know they, they, you know, they may have like people have fired them inappropriately and mm-hmm. so they don't want to be that person. There's all kinds of reasons why people can't fire. Um, or maybe I, you've become friends with the person. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> I just had that right now with somebody who they, you know, really became good friends and then you can't manage them. Right. Yes. So you, you can't do that. Um, but I think you want to get help because this is something where you may absolutely, need support. and whether it's an executive coach or a therapist, you know, someone like us. But you want to you want to get some help because it's not always an easy thing to do. No, but you got to do it. You have to learn to get good at it. Right. Yeah. Well, the most important thing I think for your st- staff, at least in the interviews that we've done, you know, they want to feel protected. Mm-hmm. And so to me, this is like a major part of the way that you protect right, others right. is to weed out the people who are harmful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that may be hard for you if yeah. you're someone who likes to give people second chances 
over and over and over again. Third, fourth, fifth. Yeah. Yeah. If you you lose count. <laughs> <laughs> you, you lose count exactly. You lose fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and it's one of the hardest things I think you have to do in the workplace is to let somebody go. I mean, uh-huh. it's just one of the hard. Well, giving feedback is hard too, but. I think, you know, the first time I had to fire someone, I was really young and Mm -hmm. I cried. I cried Mm -hmm. with them. They were crying and I was crying. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was very sweet about the whole thing. Um, And then I got better, you know, and now Mm -hmm. I have like no no feelings, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's really easy to do, but you have to get good at it. Um, Right. And, you know, cry the first time. Nobody's going to get mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's also doing a disservice to that person, right? Like if it's not the right fit for them or they would be happier somewhere else and they just don't know it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, part of firing is also getting them to see that they should resign. You don't always have to fire. You can really get someone to see they have to resign. Right, right. So I, I recently was hired by a company. They were going to fire somebody, and then they thought, oh, let's see you know, what Kathy can do. And I met with her, and I said, you know, this job's over. You know this is over. Mm-hmm. And I got her to, to, to resign. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't that hard. They gave me two mm. sessions. I did it in one. I mean, I took yeah. the second one anyway. Right, right, um, right. You know, because one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Help her resign the second time. Well, we talked about the date, the time, yeah, exactly. and we broke it up into two different two different sessions. The so messaging, she, she could tell me how it went, yeah, you know that right. kind of thing. Right, right, right. But um, you know, it's I could do that from an outside perspective. I understand our boss couldn't do that, right? But I, they were friends. Yeah, that was part That's of the problem. Sticky yeah, conflict of interest. I think the other piece is that, um, and I know I've heard you many times giving this advice to, to the people who are about to fire is you have to decide what the story is, you know, right. what mm-hmm. the messaging on it is going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of it because as you let someone go, you want, you may want them to, you want them to retain their dignity. Yes. You also don't want them to go with bad feelings right. as much as you can prevent that. And so that's part of it. That's part of hiring a coach, I think, is to really figure out, okay, mm-hmm. not just what are we doing here, but how are we going to do it? Mm-hmm. Right, right. With operating a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. So we're saying fire quickly. As quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> once, it's, once you know they got to go, then you have to Like ripping it. off a Band-Aid. Yep. Yeah. And I also like the idea of if you suspect that someone should be fired, do your homework and really start investigating. Don't turn a blind eye. Right. Right. Because, oh, they'll get better. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for this My Crazy Office Overtime. Join us next time. In the meantime, if you have to fire someone, we hope you can do it quickly. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at Key Squared Studios. Stay crazy.